An increasing number of scientists believe that you live in a computer simulation. Of course, a lot of folks are asking whether or not this is true, but my question is, how would we know? Elon Musk is probably the most popular scientist to purport lately that we live in a computer simulation. Some scientists even believe that this is more plausible than the evolutionary hypothesis. And really, this entire explanation comes from a desire to explain the irreducible complexity of the universe. To many, it's more believable that a universe with this level of detail and this many natural systems would be the byproduct of a simulation rather than of random chance. But, unfortunately, this theory doesn't do much more than kick the philosophical can down the road. I mean, it just asks the question, who created the simulation? Why was the simulation created? And so we basically just return to the classic philosophical questions of origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. All those questions still apply whether or not you think we live in a simulation. But what interests me a little bit more about this theory is how we continue to come up with explanations for our own existence. Is it possible that we evolved from gelatinous goo over billions and billions of years? Maybe. Is it possible that we're just part of a grand scheme and a giant computer simulation? Maybe. But just because we have an explanation that's plausible doesn't mean we have the right explanation. And the main problem is that all such propositions are fundamentally non-scientific because they're not falsifiable. We have no way of proving that we're not in a computer simulation. That doesn't mean it's true. So all of these questions really just boil down to how do we determine what is true, especially when it comes to topics that we don't really have a way of observably proving. Well, the one thing I know for sure is that no one has found objective and complete authority within themselves to define the truth. And in that sense, we all turn to an external source of authority. And this is why science has often expanded beyond its limitations to be a sort of catch-all science of the gaps that eventually will, will answer all of our questions with science. And this is why oftentimes spiritual mysticism simply misappropriates emotional, biochemical experiences as objective reality. Because even more than the truth, what we're searching for is a source of ultimate authority for the truth. Because we know we're not it. You can say that a magic bearded man in the sky calls God is absurd, but you can't then go on to believe that science or Eastern mysticism is that magic bearded man in the sky. And so in that sense, the existence of God, a concept of God, is actually inescapable because God is whatever your ultimate source of authority is. But the reason these conversations always seem to reduce down to components we aren't capable of fully explaining is a problem that's really well articulated by C.S. Lewis when he says, to look for God as one item in the framework that he himself created is nonsensical. God, in that sense, must exist by necessity because we lack the authority to say otherwise. In order for you to say that God doesn't exist, you have to be God in order to make that statement with absolute certainty. Thanks for watching this video. I hope you enjoyed it. Leave a comment below if you'd like to continue this conversation. These Overthinker videos come out every Friday, so if you'd like to see more of them, then go ahead and subscribe.